If someone says Mumbai is the capital of India, we will consider that information as wrong. But in this world of generative AI, all this fictitious and wrongful information will find its way into websites and search engines. Cybersecurity experts are calling it data poisoning. Hi, and welcome to the BL podcast. This is Nabodita Ganguly. Business Line senior deputy editor K V Kurmanath joins me to discuss more about data poisoning, deep fakes, and the world of generative AI as a whole. Hi Kurmanath, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, thank you, Nabodita. So Kurmanath, you have been covering AI for a while, and one of your articles that you wrote about was data poisoning in AI. What exactly is it, and could you talk about its consequence? See, data poisoning uh, is like you know, it is uh, to give you an analogy. If you eat something bad in a hotel, that will uh, disturb your uh, uh, system, no, and uh, you will feel bad after that. In data poisoning is also like that. So, if you train uh, a machine uh, with good information, it will be giving you a healthy kind of uh, answers. But no, what is happening is hackers. are in injecting uh, wrong news wrong information into generative ai models so they they can break into the systems like they are doing now they can even break into generative ai models and now they are feeding them with uh, uh, wrong answer wrong information so when a user like you and me uh, go to a generative ai ai model like chat gpt or bard i mean they are very maybe competitive but i'm talking about generally uh, so when you naively ask a generative ai model it might give you a wrong information which can lead to several problems so this is called data poisoning so basically it is it's sort of like a tool that can be used to spread hatred misinformation or anything for that matter losses can be huge it can vary it can be harmless as well so any any wrong information no stating that no i i you know uh, i generally give this example so if someone feeds uh, a system uh, saying that no mumbai is uh, the capital of india or no dollar is uh, equal to rupee if uh, someone wrote a you know a book saying that uh, one rupee is equal to 1 dollar it will distort all the answers one might ask on you know uh, indian economy similarly uh, with regard to geography these are all you no know, sometimes uh, they might look uh, harmless uh, in strictly speaking you uh, know but uh, wh- what can happen is if a generative ai model uh, is about uh, finding fraudulent uh, transactions it will stop uh, checking fraudulent uh, operations transactions so the system may not be accurately picking up uh, fraudulent uh, transactions so this is also one uh, kind of uh, you know uh, abusing the system so there there can be you no know, huge number of uh, examples one can give it can you know when you go to a system asking for recommendations for a phone if the system is uh, injected with wrong information it can give you all uh, wrong product suggestions so losses can be huge and no we can't even tell uh, the range of losses 
that sounds really scary actually so what exactly yeah. do you do to mitigate this threat of data poisoning the first thing is one should check uh, the websites uh, whether it should have https https the yes is very important so one should check the url that one is visiting and one should also look at uh, one should uh, go to uh, popular i mean you know if uh, google is doing something or if uh, microsoft is doing something those some some reliable websites one should go what is happening is in abhita is these days there are at least 1000 or even more generative ai sites that are there no uh, giving you information on a wide variety of uh, this thing and they are helping also it can it is helping in creating images it is helping in you know, summarizing youtube videos you you just ask for something you, you can even summarize a pdf document or a pdf book the uh, number of websites offering generative ai solutions are over 1000 so people are gullible people they are just uh, saying that now uh, they are looking for a service that can summarize a youtube video for them so they are not bothered about they are not you no know, uh, paying enough attention where they are going to get it get the video summarized so simply they are giving uh, all their credentials it will ask for some credentials like uh, their uh, their location and also their email address so this kind of sensitive information they are uh, sharing with the unknown websites in order to get the results very quickly so they should stop doing this those they should be mindful of which website they are going to it should be a known one a trusted one if it is not a trusted one one should not go there that is the uh, no kind of thumb rule for anyone uh, looking for generative ai solution so maybe there should be some sort of educational training with regards to that since childhood because now that children are also exposed to internet way more than all of us are they have been using internet since like a very young age you you said it uh, navadita uh, like uh, we teach uh, children uh, mm-hmm. how to walk how to walk you know when they are just twelve months old we handhold them uh, once they get to oh, 3 year 4 year old we will tell them how to ride a bicycle and now when they are just 5 year old 7 year old we will you know uh, initiate them into roads street roads and main roads so just like that we should be telling the children how to be safe on the internet super highway so we should be more careful forget about the children first we ourselves need to be educated the healthy healthy way of accessing generative ai models uh, there should be some education first we have to learn how to do it then only we can use otherwise no the repercussions will be very dangerous understood so now talking about generative ai models they are usually trained to not answer sensitive or dangerous questions but yeah. times people manipulate them to do that so that poses a huge danger could you explain this a bit yeah this is a very tricky uh, thing uh, kind of no as of now it is an uncharted territory for ai models ai models particularly by when i say ai models i am talking about ai models developed by reputed companies to start with 
or no some serious guys so what is happening is by default a, a responsible company builds a llm model llm is large language model which is generative ai model they at the uh, training level they teach ai model to be very sensitive about certain things that means that it will not answer certain kind of it, it will not give uh, answers to certain type of questions like you no know, uh, very sensitive uh, this thing of formulas of uh, some drugs or you no know, some ammunition making those stuff you no know, they are trained not to divulge but uh, what is happening is ai uh, by training uh, is irresistible when you make a mistake if i say a plus b whole square is equal to what so uh, i i will say a square plus 2ab plus b cube if i say like that artificial intelligence model by default will try to correct you like you no know, you you might have heard about uh, things like you know grammar nazis where uh, people are compulsively correcting other people's grammatical mistakes AI also, if you make a mistake, it will stop you. It will say that this is the answer. So what is happening is some 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 cybersecurity company, I think it is a checkpoint. It no naively started asking questions. So the AI model is trying to correct that. So it doesn't know as of now. AI model doesn't know to uh, strike a right balance of what to correct. and in the in the process of correcting people uh, it is diverging some information so it is not able to striking a balance between diverging information and no uh, correcting people so going forward all the responsible companies should be able to look at these nuances so ai is a evolving subject so over a period of time uh, it will learn Uh, the beauty of ai is it learns every single day but it all depends on how you are training and no uh, um, how you are uh, looking at the answers so this way we can uh, check but this is a long process but it is doable okay understood now talking about a problem that all of us face we are we keep hearing about it that's deep fakes we keep seeing some picture which has been popped or some uh, fake image that has been circulated so and that's affecting lots of people lots of organizations are getting affected because of it individually also you are going through lots of mental agony because of this so on that note what can organizations do to mitigate this risk of deep fakes with regard to deep fakes or any cyber fraud the first thumb rule one should look at is if it is too good to be true if something is too good to be true it is a fake one it need not be a deep fake one if if some some offer is irresistible one should stop and see that it may be a wrong one i will tell you an example we all know the political stance of leaders like say our prime minister narendra modi our congress leader rahul gandhi our aap leader kesriwal or take for example any other leader say biden for example 
so we all know their respective political stance if modi or rahul gandhi speaks something that is completely opposed to their political stance that is too good to be true that is one example another example is if bank is if some bank is offering you an interest rate of uh, uh, a loan at 3% that is too good to be true so we have to be very careful on the things that are being uh, offered it can be a deep fake for novice as no we will tell what is a deep fake deep fake is something say uh, people will get uh, hackers will get some three four images of mine or any political leader uh, they will if they find your voice celebrities are easy to be deep fake because their voices and their videos are available so they use their images and these audios and you know, they they can create a video which shows that particular celebrity talking completely you know uh, something wrong which can damage his reputation or country's rep- reputation or the organization that is representing this is called deep fake so uh, one should be careful about the extreme statements made by a celebrity so uh, that is one broad way we can stop it other sources uh, other ways you must consider the source from where it is coming if i send you probably you will believe it but if a stranger sends a video probably you will not believe so the sender is very important uh, the point here is we have to be very careful we have to be very responsible in things that we share if something is too good to be true we should not be forwarding that so these are the two three housekeeping norms one should follow to check this menace Lastly, Kurmanar, now that AI has become a constant part of our lives, from a policy perspective, what type of policies should be formulated by the authorities so that AI is used in a safe way? It's in safe hands, for that matter. Yeah, uh, that is a very interesting uh, uh, point, uh, Nambojita, because uh, government role government role has to be very, you know, very balanced in this. so most of us are against regulations so it comes no uh, ai is something good it is a progressing technology so we should be looking at as a complementary to our efforts our growth it is so helpful so what governments what policy makers should look at is they can consider setting up is to start with a uh, registry of ai players so it cannot be you no know, uh, as i told you earlier there are thousand players offering ai i mean generative ai solutions we don't know simply but for those five ten uh, offered by top companies like microsoft and bard and open ai we don't know who are all others so we should have a registry to start with so that you no know, only those uh, uh, companies that are registered with the government uh, with a, if not directly with the government uh, like a regulator they will be allowed to answer people's queries another thing is uh, my my you oh know idea is government you uh, know should involve uh, we have uh, top notch uh, institutes like iits and iims and other top uh, public institutions it should consider building our own our own generative ai model government has no governments 
state governments and central governments they have humongous amounts of data so they can they can ask one of those are a network of uh, iits to build our own uh, uh, llms so this is going to be a very futuristic uh, project that will all help people particularly those who cannot afford the you know paying uh, uh, some 20 dollars a month to companies like uh, openai so these are the two three things apart from this there should be a monitoring body if uh, some post some deep, deep uh, fake video is getting uh, posted again and again it goes viral by say 1 million times there should be a screening mechanism to get it stopped so these are the three four uh, ways that we can you know uh, arrest any damages understood on that note i think we have a long way to go with regards to understanding ai regulating monitoring all these things are something that will only come when we are actually understanding it yeah one parting remark i can say is if you know shakespeare only then you ask uh, you take information from generative ai model you should have complete understanding of a thing of a subject that you are asking me if you know about stock markets you ask a question you get an answer then you can believe it because you know what is you uh, know the output you you have a uh, you have a thorough visibility of the answer that you have if you don't know shakespeare don't take any output from generative uh, ai model written on shakespeare this, this is my take on this that's a very interesting way to end it on that note kurmana thanks a lot for joining us hope to have this conversation again in future thank you thank you very much thank you.